Okay, we're going to do Sikha Randalid as we continue on. Sikha <clears throat> Dalid. Here we go. Achshav Beitim Halalu. He says, nowadays, in these days, nowadays, in these times, says Rabbi Nachman, Kosher Ma'od Ma'od. It is very, very difficult. Sheyiyah Mo's Ish Kosher. That there should be money to an Ish Kosher. A kosher person. Very difficult for him to be to be wealthy. Kitzarch sheyelo yirida gedola meod chasa shalom ad sheyasig hamos because for a person to reach maos money he has to have a tremendous yirida a big fall. If a person really wants to become wealthy he's going to have to fall in his avodas Hashem. Viafilo achar hayirida chasa shalom meavodosa yisbarchon even after this yirida from his avodas Hashem. Still, not everybody, just because you fell means you're going to make money. Whatever, people of the world who are, all they care about is mamanis, that they don't care about a Kaddish Baruch at all, and not all of them are rich. So just because you have this from person who decides that he wants to focus on mamanis, and says he's going to have a big yurida, he might have the Yerida, but not have the money. So he might not get his cake, and he definitely might not eat it too. Nothing. Aval, ish kosher be'emes, but a real ish kosher be'emes. A true, a truly kosher Jew. Rachok mo'od shi'elo ashiris. It is very distant from him that he should be wealthy. So first question is, what's an ish kosher? He doesn't say tzaddik. He doesn't say goin, he doesn't say tamachacham, he doesn't say an ish pashat either. What's an ish kasher? So if you quickly turn to Sicha Saran Yud Dalit, now that you have the Sefer here, quickly turn to Yud Dalit, we'll just read the beginning of it. Yud Dalit, I don't know whatever page it's on. Page Yud. Ani Mekana, you see that? Says Rabbi Nachman, Ani Mekana Ma'od Ish Kasher. Says Rabbi Nachman, I am jealous of a kosher Jew, Shakurin Erlchid Yehudi. An Erlchid. Right, we throw that term around a lot in Erlchid, but it's not so poshit. It's, it's so not poshit. Rabbi Nachman says he's jealous of this person. Why? Kinid Mishaholich ben Adam imdakin vichar koshos veivorim kishakolol. Because it appears as this person. He's a human being and he's walking around with limbs and carcasses, I don't know, guts. He's walking around, looks like a, he looks like a regular human being. But this person is something totally different. He looks like a human, he walks like a human, he eats like a human, but he's something totally different. Ki'ish kasher yakar ma'od. Ashrilo, because this person is an Ish Kasher. He's a kosher Jew. He's an Erlich Yid. He's very precious. Praiseworthy is him. So what is this Ish Kasher that Rabbi Nachman is so jealous of that, as we're going to get back to Sikha Dalid, that he can't, you can't be an Ish Kasher and also have, an, and also be an Ish Mos. What is this person? So just the next four words. We're only going to go that far in Yadalid. What does he say? hu. And Rabbi Nachman goes on and he talks about the Indian of Ratzon and Kisufen. But I think what he means very simply is that an Ish Kasher 
is someone who has a very, just very simply, has a very deep inner desire or true rotsen to serve Hashem. That's an ish kosher. A true kosher Jew is someone who has a real desire to serve a Kodesh Baruch which is not so, so common. Many people serve because they have to, because they have to go to shul, they have to, but they don't have necessarily the rotsen. Rotsen means you want to, right? Not everybody wants to. And we're not speaking about wanting to because of some ulterior motive. I want to learn because it will X, Y, and Z. I, wa- I want to be in Ever Hashem. Very simple. So that's an Ish Kasher. So says Rebbe Nachman, go back to Sicha Dalid. Well, why does he, he say, I mean, the time of Mahod, though? Why is he, I mean, he himself is obviously an Ish Kasher. He's beyond Ish Kasher. So, like, what? Why is he that I'm, I'm so very jealous of this? Like, what's, because he might say something like beyond what he even has then. It could be that sometimes when, a, when you have a, a, a tzaddik, a very high-level person, sometimes the simple inner rotson gets confused for higher-level rotsonos, and it's not so clear. And, and he's, he, Rabbi Nachman was very, very honest in his Avodah Hashem. Big tzaddikim sometimes have subtle nisyonos that we don't have. Is their rotson as pure as the simple Jew? The simple Jew, what does he know? He just wants to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Rabbi Nachman knew a lot. Rabbi Nachman was a big person. There's a lot of people who looked up to him. He was a big tzaddik. He had to train people, teach people, educate people. Sometimes the Ritzonos are not as simple. That's, that's, that's the Pashtun, that's why he's Makana. So, this Ish Kosher, says Rabbi Nachman, it's almost impossible for him to also be an Ish Mos. Because to have a person who's living with a true Ritzon Hashem, He's not going to want, it's just not in his system to compromise that Ratzon Hashem for a Ratzon Maman, a Taivas Maman. Just, it's just very difficult to, to have all the Uridas, to have all the Nefilas and Avodas Hashem, because for a person to become an Ishmos, a person of means, of wealth, yeah, you, have to, you have to put a lot of Ishtalos in. It doesn't just happen, you don't just buy a lottery ticket and you win. The normal way is if a person wants to become a wealthy person, he has to put many hours into his work. And that's going to take away from his simple rotsam to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And if you think about nowadays, just look at, look at money. Very simple. What, what is money? Money equals nowadays power, control. That's what money is. The more money, right, the stronger the person is. Politics is all about money. Everything's about money now. Honor. And really... There's a concept, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Now that's taka true in, in the spiritual realm as well. We're in the parsha right now of Esav and, and Yaakov. Esav came from a higher place in the spiritual realms than, than Yaakov. Now, he also fell much further, which is, in Chabad Torahs, the lowest realm is actually the highest realm. Now, there's also a Lamaisa to it that Esav was a Russia, and he wasn't able to do anything with that high potential. He fell very, very far. But he had, a, he came from a high source, so to mumminous money, which has fallen so far in these day, this day and age, what it's doing to people, what it's used for, the power of it. Everything's about the dollar, or the euro, or the whatever, or now it's gone so crazy of cryptocurrency, which is unfathomable about this thing, it shows how high of a source it comes from. Money. Okay? So, Rabbi Nachman says, I'll read it to you, you don't have it in front of you, but in Lekut Imran, Samach Ches, 
and 68, he says like this. You don't have it in front of you. He says, All people, with a few exceptions, all people have a certain taiva for, for money. Mammon. It's not just money that people desire and love. Even for wealthy people. Right? You have the wealthy guy, everybody's running after them, laughing at their jokes, trying to be, you know, in their group. The wealthy person who could be that his father gave him all the money, and he really has, he's not such a special person, but he has money. And with money comes this whatever it is, shtaltz, uh, fake covered that everybody wants to be next to him. Everybody's also hoping, right, they'll get a little bit of a kickback. The guy will buy the next, you know, round of beers or something, or he'll, he'll give out some, some money. Says Rabbi Nachman, Derech b'nei adam lim the way of people is that they're drawn after this rich person. Elvoso, and they love him. Obviously, it's a fake love, but they have this, they want to give to him, they want to be close to him, they want to laugh at his jokes. Because this person has money. Like we see, with your own eyes. The Pasuk says in The lovers of wealthy are many. Many people love the rich person. And says Rabbi Nachman, he says, listen to this. Why is that? What's the Indian? Why do we sell ourselves for money? Why are we kissing up to these rich people. Rabbi says, because the nefesh, the nefesh, not the neshama, but the nefesh of a Jew and money come from the same place. Come from that same high place. Certainly the place that money comes from, and it travels down from the spiritual realm into the physical realm. Everything in this world comes from a spiritual place. Money certainly comes from a very high place of Kedusha, Shefa, Kodesh, as we'll mention in a minute about the base of Migdash and the wealth of the base of Migdash. But money fell very, very deeply. So did the Nefesh. Money fell to such a place of Gashmias the control, the power, how it's used to destroy people, other people. Like the Hishtalshos, I don't know what the, what the English, you know, translate, concatenation or something like that. It keeps traveling down, 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 the snowballing all the way down into the lowest place in Gashmias. Then it's have a moment, it turns into moment, turns into money, coins. Therefore, the nefesh of the person, not necessarily the neshama, but the nefesh of the person has a desire for mamonis. Because the nefesh and mammon are like, they came from at the same place in the supernal worlds. They're like best friends up there in that spiritual realm. And so even when they come down here, we want to be best friends with money. Whether you actually have the Benjamins or the guy who has the money, you want to be connected to that place. Rabbi says. Now the difference between, <coughs> now Rabbi doesn't say this and I didn't see the whole Torah. But a big difference between us and money is that at the end of the day, we have a neshama which balances us. Money doesn't. And therefore money could fall and fall and fall and mamish fall. And people who have not balanced themselves out with a neshama, the money makes them fall and fall. It just takes them down. 
Wherever money goes, that, per- that person that's holding on to the money is also going to go. So everybody's looking for this money because there's a certain taiva for it, but it's going to make them fall to a very low place. The Ishkasha, though, who has a Ratzon to serve a Kodesh Baruch where does a Ratzon come from? Ratzon comes from a place, Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, from a little bit of a higher place. So their ish kosher is a, is a little bit a little bit more protected than everybody else, because if you don't have a rotzon to serve a kaddish baruch Hu, then by default your rotson is going to be for money. That's how it goes. So the ish kosher says Rabbi Nachman, it's very difficult for him to, have, him to actually have money because it's very very difficult for the a person to have both ritzonos. This is how we're trying to understand it. It's very difficult to have a high level rotson to serve a kaddish baruch Hu, and a high-level Ratzon to have money and to have wealth. It's very difficult. I was just thinking, I wasn't thinking, it came down. What's the gematria ish kasher? It's not so hard. What? And then, and 520. So 831. 831 is, is, is with the Kolal, the mantra is Eretz Yisrael. So Eretz Yisrael, Rabbi Nachman talks about it, it's the Rotson of Yisrael. Eretz is Rotson, Rotson Yisrael. So each kosher has a Rotson, the Rotson of Kal Yisrael, the Emes, Eretz Yisrael is the Indian of a Kodesh Baruch. So you have this Ashiris, and I was thinking also, Ayin, Sin, Resh, Asher, is the same letters as what? Russia. Esav HaRasha, right? The, he took the Ashiras and went down. Or, it's the same letters as Shin Einrish. Shar, the gate. What was the Yaakov's dream? This was the Makam HaMikdash. Vizzeh? Shar HaShemayim. This is the gate of, of Shemayim. So Mominus can be, it could bring your person down. Esav HaRasha. Or, we'll see, it could be the place of the Shara Shemayim. Where do we see that? It says, we're not going to invite her back in Sicha Dalet. Kida, you should know, Shem Yom Shechar of Beis HaMikdash Nafal HaAshir's Be'imke HaKlipas. The time that the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, the Ashiris fell to the Klipas. Because the Beis HaMikdash, we know, was, was made of gold. It was made of the most valuable materials. Wealth was everywhere. The Big Day Kahuna, most expensive garments. That that wasn't. That's not Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman said, "What do you mean? You can't. You can't be an ish kosher and have have money." Where the what about the kohen gold? It wasn't ish kosher. Uh, because when the base of English was around, and Mominus was had still not fallen yet, the entire base of English, the money was used to be mekadesh shem shemay. All of money was supposed to be a way to serve a kadosh baruch Hu. That's how it was supposed to be. That's where the base of English was. That's why it's the most beautiful building. That's why with the Mishkan, we gathered together all the money. We, we romantic the money from Mitzrayim. We got the Bizas Hayam. We used all that money that Mitzrayim used for Taivas. And we took it and we built the Mishkan with that. The Chvod Hashem. To Mekadish, based on Mikdash, to Mekadish, Yem Shemayim. But when the base of Mikdash was destroyed and that secret of, mamon, of money fell, so then money fell to the very deep place that we know it is today. Ibn Nachman says, the Pasuk says, V'teirid ploim, it fell wondrously. Ploim is osios alafim. The alafim, the thousands, the money, the mammon fell on that day. Echa, 
the day of the Beis Hamikdash fell. So the Beis Hamikdash was the Shar Shemayim, right? That was where that was where Yaakovina was. So as long as Yaakovina was having a dream about the Shar Shemayim, and it was before the Churban, so Mominus was used as a Shar, as a Pesach, towards a Kodesh Baruch getting close to a Kodesh Baruch But once the Tivus Mammon got to us abyssal, and we became a little bit confused, so then once our minds went on money, our Ratz and Hashem started to dwindle a little bit, so then sins, Chatam, started to pile up. Because what's a chait? So the Baal Shem tells the chait means, a chait translates as you missed the mark, you're off, you're off a little bit. Right? We started using slowly but surely, the money started being used for different purposes. Our minds got confused. A ruach shtus. Right? What does the Gemara say? That a person doesn't sin unless there's a ruach shtus. There's many different explanations of what that ruach shtus is. But one of the explanations we could say is the ruach shtus is that you chose money over Ratz and Hashem. And slowly but surely, even though there's no iser, slowly but surely, if her mind is unfocused from Sermon Kodesh Baruch when it's going into that world of Mominus, so slowly but surely, you make mistakes. Right? So it goes. And then eventually, the, ba- the, 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 the base of Megdish's uh, fate was sealed. It was destruction of the base of Megdish. And then money, Mamish fell. And then people, Mamish fell. That was the Ruach Shlos. Says Rabbi Nachman, he says, Hainu Alofim shel Ashiras yored ploim. The alafim of Ashiras, the money fell ploim in a wondrous way. Dainu yurid the gedol of very very deep fall. Alkein behechrich shielo chasasholim yurid the gedolo maod kodem shabal Ashiras. Says Rabbi Nachman. Therefore, if a person wants to enter into the world of mamanus and he wants to become a wealthy person, that's his goal. We're not saying you can't go to work. That's not what he's saying. Of course, you can make regular panasa. A person wants to be a wealthy person. He wants to be a, a balmamun, an ishmos. Then you have to fall. Because since money fell, and it's in a low place, so if you, if you want that money, you have to go to that low place. And you have to be willing to sell yourself, sell your rotsan, sell your inner desire that was once used for serving Kodesh Baruch Hu. And it was for davening. And now instead of davening Shemun Esri, you're going to be thinking about business deals. And instead of thinking about his learning and being getting a gishmak from learning, you're going to think about, you know, how can I make the next deal? But it's okay. I'll give tzedakah. But that's tzedakah. That might be true. But that's, that's, that's not going to bring back that inner rotsam to serve a Kodesh Baruch on the highway. You, you lost it. When a person gave up the Ratzon, where, where he started building his Ratzon, he allows the Ratzon for a moment to take over, slowly but surely the sensitivities, that burning desire to serve a Kodesh Baruch also gets cooled off. And that's what a lot of people are going through. And it's, it's who am I? I don't know. But a lot of people, you know, they might say, what am I supposed to do? You know, there's, uh, there's bills, there's this, there's that. Person has to know what is his real what's his real rotsan? Is his rotsan just to pay bills or is his rotsan to be an Ishmos? Person has to know. He really has to know. He has to clarify that within himself. No one can do it for him, and he has to be very honest. That's uh 
why, why, why am I not on fire for, for learning? Why am I not on fire for, for davening? Well, I've heard a million stories. I've heard the Baal Shem Torahs. Davening is so gishmak. And I felt it before once. But why don't I feel it more? Why, why am I not excited to go learn? Why am I not excited necessarily for Shabbos? I'm tired or yontif. Or, where's that excitement? Where's that islavas? Where where to go? Where's my rotsen? Your rotsen is in the six days of the week. Your rotsen is by Malachi. Your rotsen is somewhere else. And you only have so much rotsen in your life. You know, that's all. Rotsen moment also, you know, there's a famous, the famous, uh, it says, Tefila Teshuva Tzedakah Ma'avirinus Rama Gezeira, right? We said it by Tshuva Tefila Tzedakah. I said it the wrong way. But I. So if you look, if you look in the Sidurim, right, right above the words, Tefila, it says, right above it, it says, Kol, Kuf, Vav Lama 136. Tshuva, it says, Tsom, fasting, Tzadik, Vav Mem 136. And Tzedakah, right above it says Mamun, also 136. So, if, if, if our Mamun is pure and it's used for Tzedakah Gvaldik, but if the Mamun is being used for Rishas, Esav Arasha, Taivas, so then the Mamun, which falls, is connected to Kol, Kol Yaakov. And then there's this, there's this fight. Right? There's the whole Indian of Esav and Yaakov. Well, where was their focus in this world? Ratzon Hashem? Or... Just, just give me the red stuff. Just give me the money. He fell for the, the, the very deep place. So if a person, he says, You want the money? You're going to have to go jumping into the pit after it. That's what you want, he says. You want thousands, millions, billions prepared for you? Very nice. But it's still a suffolk if you're going to get it. It's still a suffolk. People run after the whole life. How many people become an Ishmos? It, it seems like every other person is an Ishmos, especially in our community and our people. But that's not the case. It's just that they have so much, so it seems like there's so many of them. And there are a lot of them. But there's many, many more people who don't make it than who do make it. And is it worth it, even? Aval ish An ish Right? An ish kasha, an ish rotson. person who has true ratsonos to serve the Boreolum. Kasha loma ochielo ashiris. It's very difficult for him to have ashiris. To, first of all, to get the ashiris like we explained. But even, he's going to say in a second, let's say somehow ashiris felt him. There's many people. This big tzaddik, his father was extraordinarily wealthy. The father passed away, whatever. And the money felt him. So look, you have an ish kasha that has ashiris. It's going to be very difficult for an ish kosher to hold on to money also. You do sometimes find tzaddikim or anashim kesherim that have maus, that they have money. It's very heavy for them. It's a very difficult, it's a big burden. The avos, pretty wealthy, yes? Moshe Rabbeinu, also, we know he's very wealthy. But think about it. Avram Vinu, what happened with his money? Kind of big fights with Lot, right? That was a that was a big that took a big hit that took a big toll on on Avram Vino. Yitzchak's wealth, Avimelech hated him because Yitzchak was even wealthier than Avimelech, and he kicked him out. He didn't want him anywhere near him. And his money got him in trouble. 
Yaakov, Lovin. Lovin, how upset was Lovin when Yaakov was becoming more and more wealthy? That was what that was made them distant. And then Asaph also. Asaph thought he was going to be the wealthy one. Vitein lecha. <coughs> Moshe Rabbeinu. Chazal tells us that the people were jealous of him. And they spoke Lashon Har about him. They said, ah, oh, look at you. You took all the stuff. You took our stuff. Moshe Rabbeinu had to defend himself. I didn't take any of your stuff. And nothing is yours. Moshe Rabbeinu? They even accused Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? Momin brings out the worst. And even other people. It makes people jealous. That's, right? So even if you have, a, you have an Ish Kasher who somehow finds himself with money, it's still not a good thing. It's very difficult. The burdens, the responsibilities, all the tzedakah collectors that come, and then you have to say yes to some and no to others, and you feel bad, and how much do you give, and then they ask you for more, and then you get upset at them, and you don't want to lose your cool, and then you lose your cool. It's, it's... So for, for everybody, everybody who wants it until they have it, and then once they have it, they're like, you know what? Life was a lot better when it was simple. It's not so pleasant to have all this stuff. It's not so simple. It's very, very heavy, right? Kavod comes with kvedus. Honor comes with a, with a lot of heaviness. Not simple. A lot of responsibilities, a lot of people pulling at you. So an ish kasher, he doesn't want this. He doesn't want this. Because even if he was an ish kasher and it fell to him, but now his, his ratzim to serve a Kaddish Baruch is being burdened and it's being confused by all this other stuff that's going on because of his money. And even the wealth that tzaddikim have, it damages them. It damages their avodah. Ben Achman obviously saw this from people. He saw tzaddikim, who somehow, I guess, they had money, and how it damaged their avodah Hashem. We all think, no, come on. If I only had more money, my avodah Hashem would be so much better. Yeah, of course, if I had money, my, my davening would be better, my learning would be better. What do you mean? Everything would be better. Because, of course, then I would, I would be stress-free. Right? I wouldn't have any worries and anxieties and I can just be calm. That's not the tikkun. <coughs> the tikkun to, to, to stress and anxiety is what, of course? Bitochen. Right? Bitochen. You're infinitely wealthier with bitochen than having a lot of money in the bank and having no bitochen. So if a person wants to work on his avodah Hashem, he wants to daven with, with kavon and without anxiety, he wants to be able to learn besimcha, not be thinking about money, work in your moon and bitochen. Says Rabbi Nachman, Gam Be'emes, even though they have a little bit of wealth. Even if you have someone who found Taka has a little bit of money and he's able to keep his, you know, ish kashrus, still, it's not the Ashiras Godel, Mazuman that's prepared, like these people, that are extraordinarily wealthy. To find a person who is extraordinarily wealthy. And to be an ish kosher at tzaddik at the same time, that cannot not happening. Extraordinarily rare, if any. Did we have Rabbi Udanasi? He had mominus, and he was Rabbi Udanasi. We had we had some very rare. Who else? Who else did we have? There was. I mean, I don't know. I was thinking about Shlomo Hamelech. He had a rough ending, but it wasn't because of the money necessarily. It was because of the wives. Mm. He had, he had a lot of money, and it didn't it didn't necessarily throw him. But very rare, very very rare. Now it's very hard, it's very, very heavy. For a kosher people to have a shiris. So what's our ratzon? A person has to clarify what his ratzonas are in this world. What does he really want? 
What does he want? What's my rotson? Not, I need a parnasa because I, I need to live. That's not, that's not necessarily your rotson. What's a person's deep rotson? What's he running at? What's he thinking about all the time? And when nothing's doing, what, what's he doing? Is he, is he going back on the phone? Is he going to think of another way to make money? Or is he, is he going to the base medrash? The person has to clarify. He has to know where it's his grandfather, that was his grandfather, he said, We know we say, Yeah, what else? So on the right side is long life, Torah, Voda, right? On the right side. Bismola is Osher and Kavod, the, the, the left side of the Torah even. But it's the left side. The left side is usually in Gevura. It's a little bit of an Ephila. But there's Osher and there's Kavod. So the Gemara says, Vom Rabbeseinu, someone who has the right side. He's learning Torah and purity. He's doing mitzvahs. He's a big, he's a big Baal. Rots and Eved Hashem. And he's Zolchit to the right side. Orich Yomim Ika. The right side, he has long life, which is a bigger bracha. Oshiv a covet leka. He doesn't have money and covet. If a person's a big Tamachachim and he's a big Tzadik, and he's Zolche to the big bracha of Ariches Yomim, so shouldn't he also, also have wealth and, and covet? So Vamru, the Gemara says, Taka, yeah. Kol Shekane Oshiv a covet. The person who has the brachas of the right side, Kol Shekane has the left side. So, one second. Rabbi Nachman just said, if a person has the right side, meaning he's zochet to the brachas of Torah, lishma, he has rotsin to serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu, he doesn't have Osher recovered. The Gemara makes it sound like, kol shekein, he, sh- he has Osher recovered. He does have both. So listen, so what does his grandfather say? Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman's grandfather said, shurak kol shekein. When the Gemara says, someone who has the right side, kol shekane is the left side, he says, it's just a kol shekane. It's just a limud. Hainu, shebevadayu kalvachomer. It's certainly true in the world of limud that if you have the right side, if you're zochet to Torah lishma and all the brachas, kol shekane, you should have all the other stuff. It's true, you should have the osher and the kavod. But Pashib Shah, you don't have it. Because it's going to bring you down. It should be that way. That's what he's saying. should be that you should have long life and the money and the covet like before the base of Mekdash was destroyed. Right? If the base of Mekdash was, was still around, this Talmud Chacham would talk have it all. Arichas Yomim, Oshiva covet because that money wouldn't throw him off. It wouldn't be taken away from his Ratzon. Adarabo. All that Ratzon from the moment would be like the base of Mekdash. Just to serve a Kodesh Baruch. But Lamaisa, we're not holding by there anymore. So Rav, Rav Nachman says that the Gemara is not saying, but Emes, you're, you're going to have the money. Kol Shekane, it makes sense, you should, but, but Pashup Shah, you're not going to have it. Kiyafo Pikain, Ein Lahem Mizumanim, Kam Alafim Because even though, Ein Lahem, it will not be prepared for him all these thousands of dollars. That's what he says. So even though a person has the Brach of Ruchas Yamim, which Lachara means he has a lot of money, no, that's not Pshat. Pshat is that Halav is a Rikhaz Yamim. Mestamim means with, with Amunah and Bitachon, and he'll probably live a simpler life, and he'll be, he'll be happy. 
<coughs> be able to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu with, with, with a Revach, with Yishev Adas, without all of that Parnas that would make him fall. So this is Rebbe Nachman's a little bit of a, a taste of Rebbe Nachman on, on, on Mominus and what it could do to a person. Could either bring, bring him down or even if, he, if, he's at, if he's holding at a certain place, it, it can take away from his avodah and be mazakim. So a person has to clarify it. Right? If you believe in the tzaddik, think about it. Does, does, we, we very, we're very quick, we're very, very quick in a superficial way. No, of course money would help. What do you mean? Uh, how would it not help me? Is it true? Is it true? A person who wants to learn and dive, and sometimes you have a person who he was learning and he was diving, he was doing well. I, you've seen it. And then he makes a little bit of money. And then, because he made some more money, he now needs a little bit more time in the office, and he has a little bit less of his mind for learning and davening. But it's okay, because he'll write a bigger check, maybe. He'll say he will, maybe he will, maybe he won't. Sometimes, you know, I have to invest in cryptocurrency, so I don't have really any money on hand right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but what, that's what happens. Because when a person starts to lose the ruts in Hashem, he starts to pick up the ruts in Firmamanus, so then it keeps falling. And his ruts into Surah Kodesh Baruch with Tefillah and Torah and Avodah Ba'emis and his Bodhidus. He has no time for his Bodhidus. He has no time for his Bodhidus. He doesn't have time for that anymore. Because his Rutsen has slowly shifted. And you go where your Rutsen goes. And they did. And it works. For years and years and years. Until all of a sudden they, they started, they said, well, if I'm making this, I do, if I do one more day, and, and, they, and, then, and then they didn't make any more. This is how it is. You can have, you can have it all. If you serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu, you can have it the way you're supposed to have it. You're not going to make any more. Like like the Chavetz Chaim another marshal he says uh, the guy the guy has he's selling he sells heads his way he's selling water say so in the in the town he has like this huge water vat and people would come and they would turn the spigot and they would pay for a cup of water whatever it would be he's like one second if I have this huge vat and I have all these people coming maybe if I put ten spigots around the vat I'll make ten times as much money that does not how it works that's not how it works it's the same amount in there no we should to to work on our our, our for Avodas Hashem. And to keep it as a rotsam for Vodasashim.